Howdy, y'all. I'm Leslie. I'm Laurie. Welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things sumo. That's right. And today we are jumping into day four through nine. That's all that our schedule could accommodate this time. But that means next week we'll do day 10 through 15. 15. It'll be wunderbar. If you don't have your bingo card, the last time I checked, there were only 25 cards left. Wow. So you best get on it. Plus, we're... We at least have a few kachikoshis, so we are on our way, bingo-wise. I hope you're playing with us. I hope so, too. I wish I was playing. You are. You have a card. I do? Yes. I always get us one card. We don't really play, but it's just in case someone else has an issue, has a problem. We have a card to give them. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I'm glad you do that. Sometimes I do smart things. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes I do. That's right. Well, let's hope no one needs it. So yes. I can play. I can play on it. Yeah. Ladies, I'm sorry to tell you that adorable little Midori Fuji is getting married. In uh, I think like on Valentine's Day. Aww. I think he's doing it sometime mid February. So hate to rain on your parade. It's okay. He, he probably has a kid or two by now. He's just getting married years later, but who mm-hmm. knows? Hearts are breaking. He's getting married. But congratulations to Midori Fuji. I know he's listening. Mm-hmm. Hakaho is having the Hakaho Cup on February 12th, but also, um, well, I'll just say that event has like 1,100 participants signed up to compete, which I am very excited about. And this is all kids, y'all. This is youth. Yes. Yeah. Youth related. Even more exciting to me, he announced that the day before, on February 11th, they are doing a, I think it's called Dream Girls Sumo Tournament, something like that, mm-hmm. and it or the Dream Girls Cup Women's Sumo Tournament, and it's held on the 11th, and also in Tokyo, just the day before the boys compete the next day. But he had said, um, Hako had said, this tournament is for first grade of elementary school uh, to the third year of high school. So a very wide age range there because he has noticed with everybody else that there has been an expanding female fan base mm-hmm. and he wants to help encourage um, girls to continue down this path of sumo. He says that for like the last 13 years, he's seen a lot of older sisters and younger sisters of the players or the wrestlers came to the venue to support them, but they also really loved sumo. So he was very happy to say he created this and it will take a big step to expanding the popularity of sumo in the future. And he is very much supportive of girls coming into the sport. And I expect... As an opening number, there should be something from Dream Girls that opens the whole thing. Like, That's right. And I am telling you. Yes. Something. I mean, for all those who don't know musical theater, that is from Dream Girls. Yeah. The most iconic number from the whole show. Yeah. Now, I would never, ever be singing that in Dream Girls, but someone out there yes. is going to sing the heck out of that and needs to open the Dream Girls sumo tournament with that song. Let's hope somebody grabs a mic and makes it happen. Yep. Well, we will get there, but I will say that Takiyasu is out of the tournament, but only because he has, well, back pain again, but also he, like I, got the flu. So he has the B strain. 
I had the A strain, so I did not give it to him. But you're connected. But we are connected in our eternal sickness of flu that just keeps going on and on and on. So anyway, that is all of the news I have. All right, I'm taking you all the way back to day four. This was the day that Takakesha went out. Seems like ages ago. It was ages ago. Yep. And he is out due to his neck injury, that same one that has plagued him for many a basho. So he is out. I'm assuming for the remainder of this, I wouldn't think he'd want to jump back in. No. So next time we see him, he will have to get a kachikoshi so that he can hold on to that Ozeki status. But I don't think anybody's talking about the white rope for him no. for a while. Not until he can hopefully no. get healthier. And this is an injury that is not going to get better. One of the sucky things about sumo yeah. is you watch people get injured. injured. And like career-ending injuries it's, and it's really and i've had hard. several moments even in this basho yeah. where i'm like why Ugh. am i watching this yeah i feel exactly the same it's just given me the kind of the sumo blues and i know these guys know the sport they understand the sport they're such warriors but i care about them and i don't even know them personally but i care about their health so much that it, it just it just makes me a little sad inside i know and then sometimes i think about football like i watch football sometimes and i there's guys that get injured in football all the time too but somehow it's easier because yeah, they're they wearing padding on yeah it seems. they're wearing a helmet and pads and somehow that makes it easier because this way you see the look on their face the yeah. camera takes you right in yeah and it's not always fun to watch no yeah, we'll talk more about that in a moment. I do want to mention on day four, Onosato was looking strong. He did two huge pushes on Shimazoumi and sent that fellow flying into the second row. On day four, he was making some of his matches just look so easy, like it was not a problem at all. All. So I just want to mention that on day four, because I'm sure we are going to be talking about him more as we go along yes. here, because he's looking great. I just want to mention how wonderful it was for Asanoyama to meet Hoku Slomo right. and say, I will not let you slow-mo me. I will get your belt. I will push and I will maneuver you over the bales within seconds. And that is what happened. Yep. And I loved it. So well done, Asanoyama. On day four, you made me a very, very happy lady. Kota Nowaka. He met Atami Fuji mm-hmm. on day four. And I just felt like that was a really fun match. It was so fast. Atami Fuji just locked up Kota Nowaka's mm-hmm. arms. And I thought, oh, Kota Nowaka's in trouble. But Kota Nowaka just reached underneath one armpit. And he just so fast did a katasukachi. Karskachi. However you say it, doesn't matter. It impresses me every time. And right. it was really fun to see Kotonawaka do it. Right. And again, Kotonawaka is just proving to be very, very steady. And you could see that Tommy Fuji has still a lot to learn. Um, they're close-ish in age, you know, so they're both very strong. And uh, But you can see Kotonawaka's experience after just being a Makauchi this long playing out in this match. He was top-notch. There were a lot of fights I loved in day four. I loved Daesho dominating Shodai. 
I loved the Hoshoryu Wakamoto Haru fight. I just thought it was really, really fun. And there were some really cool balance moves at the end. It was just so pretty to watch. But I do want to mention, maybe my favorite fight of the day was Kirishima and Midori Fuji. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the fella that's about to get married, I just didn't expect this outcome. Mm -hmm. Kirishima had Midori Fuji's arms all bundled together in front of his chest. And Midori Fuji just quickly got his arms out of there, out of that lock, and pulled that same move that I just spoke about, the karaskashi. It just, it happened so quickly, Mm -hmm. and it seemed like Kirishima was not ready for it at all. And that must be the danger of locking up your opponent's arms in front of them. You must leave yourself open. Like, your armpits are open, and if somebody's fast enough, they can just grab behind and put you down. I don't think Karishima expected it. It was done perfectly, and that was his very first loss in the Basho. Mm-hmm. He so, fell hard on that shoulder. I was a little worried. But he seems fine. He seems okay. I also want to mention Terunofuji versus Gonoyama. Now, Terunofuji was quoted as saying, I am not at all in good form. I am doing my sumo day by day. He is looking better by mm-hmm. the day. On day four, Gonoyama ran in with all of his might for one big hit, and then I don't think he had any idea what was happening. Terunofuji pulled on one of Gonoyama's arms to get him off balance, and then Uwata nagged him so fast. Yeah, he was like a under he was like an underage kid in a bar, and Terunofuji was the was the bouncer. He it just threw him out like a yep. Like a bag of trash. So even though he's not in good form, he is capable of some amazing moves that we're still getting to see. Yes. So that was my favorite on day four. Day five. I'm going to skip to the Mitakeyumi Tamawashi match because it looked like to me these two guys were like a couple of rams who were like fighting it out in a field. Like mm-hmm. that's just how it felt. Up top, it was sort of a slow tachi with some thrusting, but neither moved the other in the in any direction. They just kind of locked horns and essentially like they both went into protect mode, clenched arms by their sides, hugging themselves in to keep the other from getting a grip on their belt. Well, Tamawashi had a lock on Mitakeyumi's elbows from the outside. Then they lock up heads in like a super low position. I think you'll probably remember it was very strange. These two huge guys locked up super low and then they just sort of waited it out in this awkward position, just waiting, just patiently waiting for the either the, the other one to make a move. Finally, Mitakeyumi jumps back, tries to grab an arm and usher Tamawashi out, but it doesn't work. They come in close again. They lock up again. Tamawashi goes for some epic bulldozing pushes upwards on Mitakeyumi and gets him upwards. And then at that moment, he is able to drive him back and over the edge. It was just sheer brute force from Tamawashi who got the win by Oshidashi. So um, I think I was just um, energized by that match. Mm. Um, And, you know, uh, Tamawashi has been a little injured as of late. And in that match, I was like, nope, Iron Man is back. He moved Mitakeyumi with brute force. 39 years old, be damned. That's right. Looking good. Hokuseiho versus Shonan no Umi. I was amazed 
at the Shitatanage at the end, the win for Hokuseiho. I think he's usually just leaning and... This match was a little different because he waited for the moment at the edge to use that outside belt hold, and he threw a lovely shitatanage. I think his oyakata would be proud, and for all those people who get really tired of Hokuseiho's approach to sumo, we saw him do, you know, a little bit of belt work. Yeah. Like, do your deals, man. He's capable. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Ryudin beat Kimbozen by Prompos at the edge. He, like, had him, like, from the rear. It was an Akori Dashi, but it really did look like, you know, when you go to the prom and you take a picture and the guy has his arms around your, mm-hmm. your arm, uh, like, your stomach with your corsage. It was, mm-hmm. it was win by Prompos. That's hard to say. <laughs> Let's skip to Wakamoto Haru versus Daesho. Wakamoto Haru had Daesho up top and got Daesho all turned around, but couldn't finish him off. Daesho somehow stayed on his feet, refocused himself, refocused himself, grabbed a belt of Wakamoto Haru, and then just thrusted him downwards and won by Tsuki Otoshi. It was uh, a little bit of a surprise because I think Wakamoto Haru still has a lot of momentum, a lot of energy. He's really good, but this gave him a two and three record, and Daesho a four and one. Kotonowaka versus Ura. This is really great defense from Kotonowaka. Again, he handles a very tricky Ura and follows all of Ura's dips and dives and just goes with it until he gets himself, um, until he gets Ura just turned around and he gets himself turned around, but somehow finishes Ura off with a rear push off, uh, push out. It was an Akuridashi when Ura is struggling at one and four, but Kotonowaka is sitting there at five and oh. Two more matches I want to mention. Gonoyama versus Hoshoryu. This was huge to me because there was an enormous tachiai, which you would expect from Gonoyama, and it it was big. And it was just this Gonoyama bull charge run at Hoshoryu, with which really left the Ozeki with no answer. No one was home. It was all Gonoyama in about two seconds flat. And it just kind of surprised me at how manhandled Hoshoryu got by Gonoyama's charge. It was really, it was really powerful. Yeah. I always wonder what happens in those moments. You know, is it a timing issue? Like he was just a moment behind or... Is it a plan that he had that just didn't go right at all? I don't know. The experts say, you know, a lot of stuff is won at the Tachiai. Mm-hmm. And Gonoyama came out just like a bomb. And I think when you're overpowered, energy and forward motion, and they beat you to it, like you just don't have an answer. Terunofuji versus Hokutofuji. Yokozuna does what he does best. He just wraps up the upper body of Hoktofuji like a teenager and swings him arm up and over his head, which makes him vulnerable. And then Tedanofuji just rushes him back and out, and Hoktofuji can't really fight back. So uh, it was an Oshidashi win for the Yokozuna, who's sitting up four and one. Day six is when the injuries started to catch up with us. Yes. Even more of them. Yes. <laughs> and it, it sort of like started a cavalcade of injuries. It was painful. And I get it. As January is cold outside, yeah. I really think it's easier for the body to get injured in these cold months somehow. I, I'd agree with you. Aoyama, in his match, needed help 
to get off and and on the doyo. So that doesn't sound good at all. No, doesn't thinks, look good. Me thinks that was it because that he's zero and six. Yeah, he's he out. had not he, won. He's he'll get demoted back down to Jurio and he's got this injury that's nasty so so leslie thinks that's it for i his think career. that's it i, I don't know it. i think he's got a big question ahead of him because if it's a severe knee injury that would be a year to yeah, recover he's not gonna fight back at, at his advanced age of who knows like 30, <laughs> 32, 32 or, or no <laughs> he's a little older than that yeah but he's i older. wouldn't but yeah who knows sumo wrestlers are a different breed altogether yeah. he can just go hang out with his bestie touch an ocean and just sip jordan wine with his buddy and just see, this wear is, the blue suit I know. and just this let is what your body leslie, heal. this is what leslie wants him to do but we'll see we'll, we'll see. see what we'll he see. decides we'll see Hokuseho also went out on mm-hmm. day six with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. So that speedy sumo of his may not have worked in his favor. Maybe mm-hmm. he needs to go slow. So he is out. But you know who was looking good on day six? Asano Yama. Yes. Who met Nishikigi for a really fun affair. And it was really pretty. And it was one of those matches where there's a lot of arm switches. One person gets both their arms inside. And then the other person gets both their arms inside really fast. I love watching this kind of sumo. I used mm-hmm. to love it between Hakuho and um, Kakuryu. Mm-hmm. They used to do it all the time. And it's, it was just great. So these two went for some super fast arm switches and, well, Asanoyama won out at the end. So that meant he was still undefeated. Takiyasu came back on day six mm-hmm. for a win mm-hmm. against Ura. And it was another one of those moments when I saw Ura fall. Oh, he fell on his head ugh, and it was really dangerous ugh. looking and I didn't like it at all. I really didn't like it. However, Ura seems to be fine. I don't know how. He's just so flexible. All that I gymnastics. He's just so flexible. Ugh. It was it was a scary fall. But Takiyasu was back. Not for long, but he was back on day six. Wakamoto Haru handed Kota Nawaka his very first defeat mm-hmm. on day six. And this is the moment where I was like, Wakamoto Haru, M1 is really serving you. Mm-hmm. You are able to fight all these Sanyaku guys. And you're looking... Even better. Even better. Yeah, no So I pressure. loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. At this point, Wakamoto Haru had beaten a Yokozuna, mm-hmm. Ozeki, and a Sekiwake. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. These are the top dogs, too. Yeah. I also loved Atami Fuji meeting Daesho and handing Daesho his first defeat. I love it when these lower-ranked guys get the upper-ranked guys. It's a little bit of a surprise, but it's it's really, really fun. And, Di- sorry, Daesho's loss to Otami Fuji was his second mm-hmm. loss, not his first. The last one I want to mention on day six, simply because it's so memorable, Terano Fuji versus Tobizaru. Tobizaru tried everything he could against Terano Fuji, who admittedly is not in his best form. Right. He tried, Tobizaru tried a slap to the face, or I guess it was to the eye. Didn't feel great. He tried a kick to Terunofuji's shins, and Terunofuji did not like it at all. And you could see it on his 
face. He turned that bright red color he gets when he's mad. Mm -hmm. And he completely, he gave Toby Zaru the maddest look I've ever seen him give. He smothered Toby Zaru, grabbed his neck, and took him out with vigor, I will say. I'm using like quotation marks. Mm -hmm. With vigor. What it looked like is inside, Fuji was like, you gonna slap me? You No, you're not. Mm -hmm. You are not gonna do this. You're the guy that hurt me last time, and I'm not going to let you do it. One of the best pictures I've seen, someone took a picture of Fuji right as he's got his hands on Toby Zaru's throat, and he's forcing him out. And it is terrifying <laughs> looking. Like, it is something from a nightmare. Yeah, well, Toby Zaru lived to tell the story, which is the good news. Yes. But, yeah, it was it it was some uh, maybe payback. I don't know what it was, but... He did not appreciate Toby Zaru going for his knees. He did not appreciate, in, I mean. In it, the interview, he said yeah. it was the slap to his eye. Yeah, he said it was a slap to the eye. Mad. But I think it's probably the entire feisty package yes. that drives him nuts. Yes. And we just saw that all come out in that neck grab. <laughs> and I get that. If you're not feeling 100% and someone comes at you with those kind of like nitpicky, awful like not true so not true sumo type of approaches like it must just make you so mad and Terano Fuji did apologize he said that he did lose his cool and he's not going to in the future which is one of the cool things about the sport is they all apologize if they really get mad yeah because <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen in many sports right. and I love the fact that they do um it made me like Terano Fuji even more and that feels weird saying that but it 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 did it it it's helpful to know that he knew that he got mad he didn't like it he apologized for it he said it was beneath him and he was going to do better mm -hmm. that's all i have to say about day 6 let's jump to day 7 very decisive win for Onosato versus uh, Oho. And Oho can't be counted out. I know he's at Mike Share 11, but after this bout, he was sitting at what, five and one, and now he's five and two. So I just thought it was interesting to see this brand new kid, Onosato, um, barrel over him. Oh, Oho couldn't get a handle on him or anything. And Oho's a big kid too. Yeah, he's young, he's strong, um, but Onosato uh, pretty much owned him. Asanoyama versus Meisei. This was sheer impressive strength, brute strength to overpower Meisei. Both met the Tachiai very hard. Then Asanoyama worked to get a grip on Meisei's belt and stayed close. From there, he inched back on Meisei with good forward footwork and denied Meisei any lateral movement at the edge. He belly bumped a very, very strong Meisei for the win with a Yori Kitty. He's sitting at 7-0. and on day seven. Yeah. Pretty darn impressive. Yes. I was at this point, all of my Asanoyama dreams were coming true. Mm -hmm. His rise back up to the top, everything. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk more about that later. Midori it Fuji. so quickly, doesn't it? It does. Midori Fuji versus Gonoyama. I love the fight from both of these guys. Huge blasts that could send the other wrestler to the other side of the doyo. That's pretty much how it started. Just huge thrusts. Like, Gonoyama's big up against Midori Fuji. And I think that's why we just love Midori Fuji. There's just so much heart and there's so much fight. Gonoyama tried to pull down Midori Fuji, but he stayed upright somehow. 
one would advance to the edge, then the other would fight back and advance the other all the way back to the other edge. It was huge blasts until a very sneaky Midori Fuji hopped back into the side. He got a rear hold on Gonoyama's belt and pushes him out from sort of the side. Although it was called a Yorikiri, it was kind of that side uh, position that kind of did Gonoyama in. But it was a beautiful win for Midori Fuji, and I was... Uh, 100% for it. Yep, me too. Okay, so Kirishima versus Hokuto Fuji. You know, I have to say, everyone enjoys when there's a little bit of extra action, especially when a Gyoji also <laughs> ends up taking a hit. Um, this match, Hokuto Fuji, he meant business, and he met this match with so much heart. I just love when Hokuto Fuji is all all guns a-blazing. And somewhere in the middle of it, the Gyoji got underfoot and took a tumble. Mm -hmm. The guys seemed aware. They still kept fighting, but you could kind of see Kirishima sort of look out of the corner of, uh, corner of his eyes to see what was going on. And the um, Gyoji was like, he lost his hat. He lost his <laughs> sandal. He's getting dressed all the while trying to watch <laughs> this match, which is very exciting. So kudos to the Gyoji for keeping an eye on the match as he got dressed and watched a match and called it but the guys sort of stalled out a little bit while that was happening i don't know if that was respectfully stalling out but they were like let's let the guy put his shoe back on at least but eventually kirishima put the press on and with that belt grip that he had on hoke to fuji yanked up and moved hoke back to the ledge a very hooked to fuji wasn't um wasn't easy for kirishima but kirishima is very strong and he managed to kind of belly bump him over the edge which i loved yep yep perfect description let's talk about shodai versus Fuji. i think no one really could believe their eyes now shodai does his usually like his usual up high kind of response to the tachi eye and he manages to kind of get inside on Ted and Fuji, and he drives Ted and Fuji back. And Ted and Fuji is kind of on his heels, and it's obvious that he can't fight back like he normally would in this position. And Shodai is always a bit motivated when he can shake it up and make some Kimboshi money. And I felt like at Migashira Four, he was he was like. Let's just call this a payday. And he crushed out the Yokozuna at the edge. It was crazy. But then again, Shodai is tall and strong. And Teru Nafuji can't use his height advantage with Shodai. And Teru doesn't have tons of strength going backwards right now. So it worked in Shodai's favor. He just rushed him out and crushed him out. Yeah, Teru Nafuji had a grip for a moment on Shodai's belt. But he lost it. He did. And I think that is what made the difference. I think Shodai was able to shake that off. And Shodai doesn't need a belt. Right. And Shodai's, That's how he fights. Shodai is so up high post-Tachiya all the time. And that is not good for somebody who is tall. And he can't. He just doesn't have the leverage up against somebody who has no problem fighting on his tippy toes. And that's Shodai. <laughs> so. so at the end of day seven, Asano Yama was in the lead 7-0. and oh. Right. And then we had four guys trailing six and one, Kirishima, Kotonawaka, Onosho, and Onosato. Okay, let's talk about day eight. The, this was a big, big day. Yeah, I I've, hated it. Leslie hated it. A lot changed on day eight. My hopes and dreams. <laughs> were squashed? Yes. Well, first, let's talk about Onosho, who looked great. 
He's pushing, thrusting well, and did a really wonderful squeenage. He didn't let his opponent escape. I didn't even write down who he fought. Oh, because no, show. I, Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> I'm still kind of surprised that he's doing this well yeah. on day eight. Yeah. So I just was like, I should watch what he's doing a little bit more because it's working. Yeah. All right. Another one that was still working, Onosato met Endo. And Endo's Endo so had struggling. absolutely Ugh. no answer for this guy. He's... Onosato is bigger and he just ran right over yeah. Endo. Endo's heart's broken, but his body might be broken too. Oh, let's hope not. I know. Let's but he's not. really been through it because his hometown really suffered from the earthquake. And so he has just been out of sorts this tournament. You can tell. So. Okay, so let's call it Endo's emotionally down sumo tournament no i don't know he just seems out of sorts and i just endo's he... turmoil this could be a movie endo's, endo's turmoil starring endo starring endo <laughs> he's not doing so well but onosato is the one fight we really need to talk about is asanoyama versus tamawashi <sighs> tamawashi as per usual Went right for that Notawa attack and Asam Asanoyama push, push, push. There were so many thrusts. Asanoyama somehow got inside and uh, he started to work Tamawashi back. And it really looked like Asanoyama was going to win. And at the edge, I don't know how he did it. Somehow Tamawashi twisted and put Asanayama down with a throw that seemed to completely twist Asanayama's knee or ankle. ankle yeah. And I couldn't tell at this point which one it was. I was thinking, is Asanayama okay? You know, not quite sure what happened, but I wrrote that Tamawashi just snatched that kachikoshi right out of Asanayama's hands mm-hmm. on day eight, but there was a a big question at this point: Is it a bad injury? Is it right. not? What just happened? Was right. it his knee? What is it his ankle? Was it the same calf that you've had trouble with? Like what yeah. is happening? None yeah. of that was answered on day eight, right, but lots of questions. I just also want to mention this because I just loved it so much. When Atami Fuji beat Gonoyama with a really pretty Uwatanage, one of my favorite things about Atami Fuji is when they just go to the crowd and they show all those people mm-hmm. who are holding up his adorable fans little face of his fans smiling and... face. So it seems like Atami Fuji's everywhere, surrounding himself. It's very meta. It's very matrix. Such an adorable smile in the whoever picked that photo of him. It kudos just gets on his spirit. He's yes. just adorable and squeezable. Yes. And... So every time he wins NHK, please keep showing all the fans holding those fans in front of him. All the fans holding the fans. Japanese people really love kawaii culture, which is Mm -hmm. cute culture. And I think Atami Fuji is kind of the epitome of kawaii. He is so cute, right? What's not to love? Yes. Oh, loved it. Wakamoto Haro beat Ura with an Oshidashi, just continuing to bulldoze his way through Sanyaku. Kotonowaka got a nice day off because this is the day that Takiyasu went back out with lower back problems and the flu. So mm-hmm. sorry, but Kotonowaka got a freebie. There was yet another amazing match that Midori Fuji was in. I love them all. This time he met Daisho. It was just back and forth. It was super, super exciting. Daisho pushed. Midori Fuji escaped at the edge, 
came in tight. Midori Fuji was so tight on Daisho at the edge, but somehow, again, I don't know how, Daisho stayed in and sent Midori Fuji out instead. So Daisho won that one. Just super fun, and I mention it because I just never get tired of watching Midori Fuji in action. Ah, yes, I do have... I'm not even going to break this down because it was it was hard it. to watch. Hokuto Fuji versus Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu came out with a win, but the sumo is not even what I remember. Hokuto Fuji looked very, very injured at the end. Yeah. I couldn't quite tell what was injured, whether it was a knee or mm. a hip or a back, but he seemed to land just so uncomfortably on his back on the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and he just couldn't move well afterwards. No. They had to put him in the chair, which and they rarely was, get out. He was lifting up his knee, so... I, it, he could uh, not put any pressure on no, that leg. he was hobbling. They had to carry him off, so it was... It was it was nasty. It was nasty. It just yeah. It and I hate that because he's such a warrior. Yeah, he's so fun to watch, and I just hate that. Yeah, that's the way that ended for him. And it makes me mad at Hoshoryu just because he's very easy to hate. And I know that they both showed up to fight each other, but still, ugh, it's just like of course it was Hoshoryu. Yeah, I feel that way whenever somebody beats Abby. I'm always like, yeah. nah, shoja, nah. <laughs> it's fun to have somebody to hate in the sumo world. It's okay. It really is. When Kadishima pulled on his arm, Tobizaru bulldozed forward and completely overtook the new Ozeki, Kadishima. So well done, Tobizaru. I did not see that coming, but that means another loss That's for right. Kadishima. Um, I just, I'm just going to mention the Terunofuji Ryudin fight just because it was a long, long match. It was, I felt like it was much longer than probably it ever would have been if Terunofuji was 100%. It had a lot of awkward arms, you know, where they're pulled in close and somebody's got an arm up really high and they can't do anything with mm -hmm. it. It was one of those moments. And it, just everything looks harder for Terunofuji right yeah. now. Understandably so. He still won. This time, so he went to six and two, but there was just a lot of reshuffling that happened on this day. So by the end of the day, we had four guys tied for first place, Kotonawaka, Asanoyama, Onosho, and Onosato, and then a whole bunch of guys, including Kirishima and Terunofuji, coming in second mm -hmm. after day eight. And that brings us to day nine. Day nine. Well, Hokuto Fuji is out with a knee injury. Asanoyama is out with a swollen ankle, which breaks my heart. Yep. But um, he basically said he his ankle immediately started swelling and he couldn't walk on it. So <sighs> you kind of can't do yeah. sumo when your ankle's swollen. So he was going to the hospital to get a medical certificate, and I'm not exactly sure what the what the diagnosis was. But I hope it's just a nice little sprained. Uh, even you though hope it's a nice little I hope sprain. it's a nice little sprain. <laughs> and that's it. I hope it's not anything more severe. That's what I'm hoping. Uh, the only time I've ever, like, hoped for a sprain. But anyway. Um, I just, the timing of it. Because he was it, finally he was, starting to look like the Ozeki of old. Acing it. And <sighs> no losses. And then, uh, anyway. Onosato. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even know who he fought, but Amese, he got his kachikoshi. So congrats to him. He was full steam ahead and he barreled over Meisei. Avi does a beautiful hanka on Konoyama, <laughs> who was clueless and just stumbled forward and fell down. And you got it. You have to expect tricks from Abi. Mm. He's one that's mm. going to throw them at you. So if you want to be an experienced wrestler, you got to know hijinks from Abi is going to happen at some point. And you could see it. Gonoyama's face was so great. It was like the full-on eye roll. Right. Like everything I think inside about Abi, I saw on that man's I face. I know, but you know what? <laughs> Abi executed a beautiful henka. Really I mean, it was. really was a thing of beauty. It if really you like hankas, if you hate him, he is so good at it. <laughs> so kudos to him. Anyway, um, Wakamoto Haru had a decisive takedown over Midori Fuji. Mm-hmm. He, okay, so Midori Fuji had, uh, he tried to do like a kubanage, like a headlock throw on Wakamoto Haru. And Wakamoto, Wakamoto Haru is just too strong. And he just swallowed up Midori Fuji and crash landed on top of him. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful win for Wakamoto Haru and proved just how incredibly strong he is. And the quickness of Midori Fuji wasn't going to ruffle his feathers. Now, sweet little Tamifuji got taken down by Katsukashi and a little Slippy Otoshi from Ura, as usual, because you can never count Ura down. It, like, I mean, you can't count him out. And till the last second, he's gonna be fighting. He's gonna have tricks. He's gonna be flexible. And Ura just drove hard, actually, from the Tachiai and advanced Tamifuji to the edge. From there, Tamifuji tried to hold on, but he was up too high and Ura was stuck to his chest like glue. And he got that under shoulder grab, which spelled the end for Tamifuji. And Ura just laid him to the dirt with a really hard pull down by Katasukashi. So lovely takedown of a sweet, adorable Tamifuji by Ura. <laughs> I just kept thinking, he's learning so much right yeah, now. Like his is. numbers aren't as high as they usually are, but no. he is getting the best of the small guys yeah. right now and the biggest of the big guys. Right. What a, what a learning moment. Yeah. It's all happening probably pretty fast for the kid, but yeah. he's, I believe in, I believe in him. I think he'll learn a lot and he'll be even stronger next, next boss show. Kota Nawaka held on up top, up against the pummels of Daesho. Um, and he smartly knows if he can just sneak in and get a belt, he can drive Daisho back and out. He waited just for the right moment amidst the pummels, got the belt indeed, and, adv- and advanced Daisho back into the edge. It was easy. Daisho knew he was toast and pretty much just gave up as he was retreating. So Kotonawaka still looking like a total professional mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Shodai versus Karishima. This was an exciting match. Karishima drove Shodai back to the edge. Mm-hmm. Shodai managed to, like, try some of his extra magic at the edge to keep his foot lifted and remain in as Kirishima was flinging himself out. Um, Kirishima hit the dirt. The call was initially called for Shodai, but it was reversed in the Manui. And what did you see? Um, I saw clearly Shodai stepped out first. Mm. I saw it. But Kirishima was in dead man's position. But, hey, they want a Yokozuna, so... (laughs) Let them, let, them, let them have it. But I thought they should have just gone for just, a Tori now. Yeah, she, they probably should have. But, uh, you know. But, you know, I'm no expert. Yeah, right. I certainly can't watch a match and get dressed at the same time and still call it. I don't. I still don't know how that man did that. I don't either. 
but he did. Well, anyway, the last match of the day was a Herculean effort by Nishikigi at the edge to stay in. It took Ted and Fuji longer than usual to finish Nishikigi off, but he did eventually. Nishikigi had his little toes wedged on the Tawada. Teru was trying with all of his strength to just nudge him the one inch he needed. Mm-hmm. And it was incredibly difficult for mm-hmm. Ted and Ifuji to do. Nishikiki being bottom heavy is just not easy. I know. It's hard to take Mr. Thunderpants out. It really is. And well, he's one of those that has Tara's number often. I know. And I thought Ted and Ifuji could have easily hurt himself again just in that last push to get him over the edge. Well, yeah, picking up 400 pounds and moving it anywhere has got to be so hard. Yeah, I was amazed. But he did it. The Yokozuna wins. And that is all they've got for day nine. So at the end of day nine, we have three guys tied for first. Kota Nawaka. Okay. I'm not, I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about it. Oh, no show. Somehow, Somehow that's a, a surprise. surprise. Was he? Because he's like a lower Maegashira. He hasn't been fighting all the top dogs yet. And... Onosato, Onosato, which is exciting. This is exciting. It's very much like Hakuoho. Mm-hmm. But it's Kisenosato's like I know, protégé. but their debu- debuts are strangely similar, aren't they? Like, in contention for the top trophy. So that's a three-way tie for first. And then we've got four guys who are coming up fast. Terunofuji. Yep. Kirishima. Yep. Hoshoryu. And someone else I didn't write down. <laughs> Who else is 7-2? Seven, 7-2. Two? Seven and two. Asanoyama. That's who it oh, is. Oh, that. Oh, so, okay. So he won't, because he's out. Unless he comes back miraculously, which I would not put it past him. They'll wrap him up like a mummy if he has any sort of swelling go down and it wasn't something serious. He might be back just to get that Kachikoshi, well, just to get a higher, higher score. I mean, a higher ranking. Well, well, no matter what happens, it's going to be exciting. It's I think it's really exciting to see Hoshoryu in the mix. Super exciting. And I expected to see Terunofuji and Kurishima in the mix. Really exciting to see Kota Nawaka there. Surprising to see Onosato there and Onosho there. Mm-hmm. Well, we will be at you next week. Same time, same place. And we will have a tournament winner next week and bingo winners and bingo highlights i imagine Mm -hmm. so stay tuned for that we hope you enjoy the last part of the boss show and uh, we hope your favorite wins see y'all later all right bye next week bye Mm -hmm.